So you, we have Daredevil, we got Power Man, Spider-Man, Hellcat, and Iron Fist. Um, you all are in, in New York City, in Manhattan. There's been a lot of uh, protests recently. Uh, what are you guys all out and about doing this evening? It's, it's around like six o'clock. You've, you've heard that there's some, some protests that have been, that are planned on, on kicking off again today. Um, but so far there hasn't been, you know, okay. too much seen out what, are, what are the protests for? Is this, we're playing in modern times? Yeah, or? these are Black Lives Matter protests. Okay, cool. So, Jason, I think if it's cool with you, I think Iron Fist and Luke Cage would probably be like headed to the protest to add their voices. I, I would agree. I think Luke probably spends a lot of time putting himself in between tear gas canisters and protesters and rubber bullets and rubber bullets. Oh yeah. And are you guys, are you guys both in costume or I don't think in costume. Um, I think Danny Rand's opinion is that Danny Rand, the billionaire is a more powerful voice for the protests than iron fist, the superhero. Now is is Danny Rand uh, out and open about being Iron Fist? I mean, he was a hero for hire, right? Like, I mean, I don't think he's ever been super secret, has he? I'm not sure. I don't actually know a yeah. ton about Iron Fist, so Hold on, but, actually, pe- but people me... know that Danny Rand is. I'm pretty sure he's been in the open, but let me just double check with the uh, the. Well, he does wear actually, a mask. it tells us right on his character sheet. I know that's what uh, I'm yeah. trying to flip back. It to. says uh, Danny Rand uh, public. Yeah. So yeah. all characters, it tells you whether or not they're publicly known or not. So yeah. he is. Yeah. He and Luke were listed like in the yellow pages as heroes for hire. Oh yeah. And, you're like, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you can't do that and keep a secret identity. Yeah. Okay. Luke insisted on taking out a full page, yellow pages at <laughs> well, well past the time anyone actually used the yellow pages. Yeah. And it's like really big oh. Luke cage and then really small, the immortal right. iron fist. <laughs> Well, Danny was put. Danny was paying for the advertising, you know. <laughs> What's uh, Peter Parker up to? Uh, he's gonna be swinging about, make sure that stuff is fine. He also has brought brought a bunch of masks, so make sure that if nobody has masks, he can distribute those to the people. In the okay. Life because. I mean, make make sure that everyone's fine and safe. They, are they Spider Man themed masks? Oh yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, I mean, they got the the red and black they, webbing. Yeah, red and black webbing just right there. How about Hellcat? What's Hellcat doing? Uh, I think Hellcat is uh, she is Patsy is out there with her friends uh, protesting, not in costume, and probably going with her you know collection of weird misfit uh, superheroes and others that just accumulate around her, right? Okay. What's Matt Murdock doing? Uh, so Matt would be there in his uh, lawyer persona as Matt Murdock. Uh, again, just trying to observe, probably not the right word, but uh, be present. Yeah, acting as and, an obs- as a observer for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, looking for people who may need legal representation. And also, I, I don't know how well his senses would be in this situation, but looking for maybe instigators on the police side who are trying to uh, start something that will become violent so they can then respond with violence. So if they can tell there's a cop through like heartbeat or mm-hmm. whatever is yeah. 
gearing up for something, he might step in. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit tricky for Daredevil because um, I'm going to have a, a scene distinction here of uh, Black Lives Black Lives Matter protesters, which um, you could use as a negative for just the, the noise of the chants and everything being a little bit tricky for you. So you not only have the distinctions on your character, there are also scene distinctions you can choose to use instead. So that's okay. going to be one of them. Um, and I'll okay. add in others as it goes. So all of you are, so we've got Hellcat, uh, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage. All of their protesting. Uh, Matt Murdock is sort of off to the side, observing everything, and Spider-Man's out there uh, swinging around, keeping it, like, swinging in to uh, tap the scene. Yeah. Right now, the cops are all there in their riot gear, and they're standing there with their shields, and they're sort of, at the moment, nothing has really gone on. They're just sort of hanging out, shields up, on guard, um, while everybody's been out there chanting and everything. You have heard recent rumblings that the president has decided to send in uh, federal troops into New York, but he specifically has been recruiting various supers for the job. So as everything is sort of, everything's keeping pretty calm when uh, you suddenly off in the distance can see the crowd of cops parting a little bit and these four just big, huge, bulky guys in full uh, SWAT gear sort of are pushing their way through the crowd. One of them is uh, wielding this massive crowbar. Another one, he he's in the riot gear, but he's instead of a normal police helmet, he's got this giant silver dome on his head. Not not like um, not juggernaut dome, but just this big metal helmet. Essentially, um, you have another guy there who has no shield and. Uh, no baton or anything like that. He's actually got his sleeves rolled up and he's just got massive, massive forearms. And then the uh, fourth is carrying this massive ball and chain. You all are able to recognize them as the wrecking crew. So the president has federalized the wrecking crew in order to, quote, keep the peace. And they're just sort of pushing their way forward. And you can see that the crowd is becoming really agitated as they realize that this isn't their standard, standard police here to um, bust up some heads. So what do you all want to do? Iron Fist just sort of glances up at Luke like, mm -hmm. these chuckleheads again. <laughs> I hate this Pinkerton shit. Spidey's going to swing him. On a lamppost or a flagpost nearby to make sure between the wrecking crew and the, the protesters just to be ready if something comes 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 down. Okay. Yeah, I think I think for in, in Luke's case, like probably for the majority of the protests, he's not on the front lines because he knows he would be an instigation for the cops that are there behind riot shields. But when he sees the four of them kind of sauntering over wearing this federally issued armor, he's going to push his way towards the front of the line, maybe even take a step just in front. 
not like to be aggressive, but just to be like, this is the line. But he's like there, like right against the, the shield wall. Yeah, probably, you know, leave maybe like half an arm's length away from the shield wall. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's for me at this point, like I can tell also that, you know, all these other heroes are there. Uh, I don't know about Hellcat necessarily if I've realized she's there, uh, but I want to try to get protesters away because I'm afraid this is about to become super violent, you know, superhero violent. So I'm going to be focused on trying to get protesters to give way and give space in case things start to go bad. So I'm going to be just as best I can asking people, trying to push them back, get them away from what's about to happen. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Patsy's going to get out her phone and like get up there and start, uh, taking pictures of the wrecking crew in, you know, clearly badly disguised as federal troops, or maybe they actually are federal troops, which is just as bad. So I'm going to get up there and start taking pictures of them getting in their face. Uh, so pile driver, the one who isn't, doesn't have any weapons. He points right at Patsy. He like gets his finger in her face. He's like, yeah. turn off the camera. I'm not going to turn off my camera. You don't have any right to make me do that. So he he doesn't really, he sort of like pauses like he wasn't expecting any type of pushback. He he doesn't recognize you as Hellcat. And so he's just sort of like kind of taken aback that this woman would talk back to him. And so he just sort of like steps back a little bit and like takes a, an aggressive stance to sort of stand there aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So right now they're not really acting. Um, they're just sort of, they've just sort of stepped forward to be there, be a presence, be in the way. Um, but it is causing agitation in the crowd. So it's that, and that sort of seems like that was their, their goal was to begin agitation. Now, as far as I know, is this legal? Like, are they actually deputized? So, like, if things start to go bad, we may end up being looking like the bad guys here because a bunch of superheroes beat up on a bunch of federally deputized police officers? You haven't heard specifically about the wrecking crew, but you do know that the president has begun deputizing supers, and all the cops are sort of deferring to to them they aren't you know trying to stop them at all and they're they're there among the all right then i then i will try to stop it from becoming violent if i can as well by also like just trying to impose myself as matt murdoch between even luke cage and danny if i have to because i don't want it to become violent i'm afraid that'll make things worse but i imagine it will eventually but i want to try to keep it as long as i can okay uh do you want to try like saying something or uh, I, Michael doesn't have the vocabulary, but I'm sure Matt Burdock would be able to whip out some legalese here about, um, you know, the instigation of violence and people's rights. So, yeah, so I would like to try to do something legal-like. Okay. Well, I'll have you go ahead and roll against the, the Doom Pool for that. Currently, the Doom Pool is at 2d8. Okay. So you can, you can actually use the character sheet a lot of times will seem the data file will seem like it's mostly meant for combat, but you can use it in this is this is technically called a transition scene because you're not in in combat. Gotcha. So you're currently operating a solo, solo. I would think. Yeah. So that's a D ten. Uh I would still do, like man without fear, because I'm standing up to super powered mm-hmm. uh 
bad guys in my yeah. normal outfit. Uh, I don't really see how I could use my billy club or my hypersenses, though. Could your hypersense be to be able to detect their how they're reacting? Could you use that way? Yeah, that would make sense. All right. Um, so what? So either superhuman senses or enhanced reflexes to just be ready in case. I, mean, I would say superhuman senses. Okay. There. So that's another D10, and I'm a crime master. So would that count for the fact that I'm trying to use criminology versus? Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. All right. And I think that's everything. So I'll roll that. Okay. Woo! Those those are pretty good. Here's my uh, doom pool. Mm. I rolled an eight and a two for a total of 10. You can easily beat that because uh, you got that D8 is a, as a six. And then you've got a nine, seven, and three. So the way I understand that, my, my best roll here would be take the nine and a seven for a 16 and then keep the three as a D10 effect. And just yeah, so you have a D10 the D10. effect and you have a total of 16. Okay. So, and I can't use any dice from the Doom Pool to try to increase mine because I only have the, the eight and the two. All right. And I beat you by five. So wouldn't that step up the effect to a D12? It would, yeah. Nice. So, um, who, which of the, of the deputized? Who was ever in front? I guess probably next to Patsy. So is that pile driver? Pile driver. Yeah. 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 So you begin like calling him out and you're whipping out some legalese about how, you know, I think posse comitatus is. And I probably know his real name. So I'm probably like calling him Steve. Brian Philip Koleski. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. That was, that was really, really good. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, we'll, we're going to give him just right off the bat. He's got a, a D12 in, uh, he's got a D12 in mental stress. All those big words. Words. <laughs> yeah. All those big words. He's not too bright. So it's like really confusing. This was, that was the perfect target and, for that, by the way, pile driver. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just like, you're hitting him with all the, this legalese. You're using some Latin in there, of course. <laughs> and he is just, he's getting really agitated. First, he has this, this lady yell at him. And now this lawyer's getting in his face. And uh, so he's getting like really, really agitated. And the, the leader of the group, Wrecker, he can see how agitated pile driver's getting and he takes his his crowbar and he's like move it up and he and the others begin like pushing at the crowd they're like put they push past the cops with their shields and begin like shoving their way at the crowd pushing everybody back and luke and iron fist are right there up at the front and begin getting pushed back as and Patsy, the pi- pile driver actually like shifts over so that he can't directly be in the way of of Patsy and and Matt because he doesn't like that he's that these two are bothering him. Um, and a bulldozer like shifts spaces over and gets in the way and begins pushing in as well. And Thunderball is just sort of standing there with his with his chain, and he's like pushing and pulling the chain apart, just causing this clinking noise. And the 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 ball is like slowly swinging, but he's not like you know getting it going or anything. But 
he's pushing in with the chain. So I think uh, Iron Fist is going to step up to Pile Driver and be like, you want to stop there and hold out his hand. It's not glowing yet. He's just holding it up and like very calmly like, trust me, you want to stop there. I'm not going anywhere, rich boy. That's exactly what I'm saying. You're staying right there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to make a uh, little me- mental attack? Yeah, there so uh, I am buddy with Luke at this point. So that's a D10. And you specifically said this yeah. to Pile Driver, yeah, right? Because he yeah. stepped aside and started moving forward. Yeah. Um, like sort of around Patsy. Uh, so let's see here. I've got Buddy D10. Uh, I am acting as an indifferent billionaire. I'm gonna grab a okay. D8 there. My heart of Sholao powers don't apply, uh, but I am a psych expert, which I am gonna break apart okay. into two D6. Okay. All right, I will take that. Uh, I got a six good. and three on my D6s. My D8 was a seven and my D10 was a nine. So I will have a total of 16 with a D6 effect die. Okay. So I'm going to be using his data file here. Um, He is operating as a team, which is a D6. And he is a good old boy, which I'm actually going to use as a distinction against him. So I'll be rolling that as a D4. And I'm going to be adding a D6 to the Doom pool because I'm using it as a as a negative distinction for him. And then I don't really have any other abilities in there that'll work. So I got a total of eight. All right. Uh, so that steps up my uh, total to a D8, or my effect die to a D8, which what just bumps up his stress by one? Yeah, which was already at All a right. D12. So you actually stress him out. So right, so pile driver just begins to like, you can see him like realizing that there's all these heroes around. He was expecting just a bunch of protesters. And so he begins like backing up and Wrecker's like, where are you going, Kaluski? And pile driver just like shakes his head and keeps backing up into the crowd. Not, he's completely lost his nerve. And Wrecker just sighs and he takes his crowbar. He's like, time to smash some heads. Now we're going to go ahead and move into some initiative. So the way that initiative works in Marvel Heroic is that as the watcher, I choose somebody to go first. And then from there on, each person chooses somebody else to go. If you guys choose to have all the heroes act, then I, as the watcher, then get to have all the villains act. And then the following turn, the per- whoever acts last on the turn gets to act, gets to choose who acts first on the turn. So conceivably, the bad guys could act twice in a row. So it's advisable that you sort of split up who you want to have act. So the, currently, the people you've got are Wrecker, Bulldozer, and Thunderball. Piledriver is no longer a factor here. And Wrecker said, time to bust some heads. So I'm actually going to spend a D8 from the Doom Pool to have Wrecker go first. 
normally I'm supposed to assign one uh, one of the player characters to go first, but I can choose to spend a D8 or higher from the Doom Pool to have the villains go instead. So uh, Wrecker's there, and he's right in front of, let's say he's right in front of Luke Cage. And he raises up his big old magical ass guardian crowbar, and he's gonna um, he's gonna try to bring it down on Luke's head. So he is acting as part of a team. So he has a D six. He is violent at the D eight. He has Asgardian might, so he's gonna use his superhuman strength. And then he's gonna use his crowbar as. He's going to like charge it with energy. So he's going to use energy blast with it. And he's a combat expert as a, with a D8. Now he has the special effect collateral damage. I can step back the highest die in the Doom Pool to add a D6 to the attack action. Add the highest rolling die to the Doom Pool before calculating the total. So I'm going to bump down uh, my D10 turn into a d8, and then I get to add an additional d6. So I'm actually going to be rolling 2d6, 4d8, and I get to add, uh, oh, the highest rolling die. So I'll roll it up first and then add that to the Doom Pool. So this is him swinging at Luke. Um, I got a 4 and a 5 on my d6s and an 8, 6, 3, and 4 on my d8s. So before I add that up, I'm going to take the highest rolling die. So I'm going to take that eight from the doom pool, that eight on the D8 and add it to my doom pool. So I'm now back at 2D8, but I don't get to use that eight. So I will have a total of 11 currently um, with a D8 effect. So obviously Luke is still st standing here as far as he knows with just uh, Danny. Um, with the iron fist. So I'm going to yeah. stick with buddy, which is a D 10 for Luke. Um, I'm going to go with come get some because he's, he's ready for uh, this guy to start swinging that crowbar. Yeah. So I got a D eight there. Um, I'm going to go with durability, superhuman durability at a D 10 um, from unbreakable power. And then he is also a combat expert at a D eight. So let's see what we got going there. Whoa. Hello. Dang. Two sevens on the eights and two tens on the tens, wow. which means this will be the only good roll I have all night. Um, <laughs> all right. And I needed an 11, so I'll take um, a 10 and a 7 to get 17 mm -hmm. and a d10 as an effect die. I guess, well, it's I'm, I'm defending, right? So I'm not sure if that matters, does it? Uh, it can for like, um, there's some special effects that'll, that'll matter for that. I'm trying to figure out if I want to... Let's see, your total is 17, which is more than five. Well, like, that doesn't really factor in. Uh, I'm not going to waste it in the Doom Pool, dice from the Doom Pool to try to make sure I get a hit in. So, so he brings the crowbar right down on your head, and it just bounces off. Perfect. And you can see he wasn't really expecting the full, like he was expecting some sort of reaction. It is a magical uh, crowbar, so it doesn't bend or anything, <laughs> but it just, it 
you can see his hands are like rattling as it as it completely jars jars him and you just does not affect you in any way whatsoever um so i'm going to go ahead and hand off the um the action to let's see what spider-man has wants to do well uh spider-man will go seeing what happened and say to uh it was wrecker who with his crowbar right yeah yeah just yell, yell out hey wrecker you shouldn't be having these toys and basically going to try to, to uh, web the uh, his crowbar and try to pull it off his hand just to disarm him from... Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, since I'm joining in this situation, would I be considered being now team? Since uh, I'm getting involved with record and uh, all that? Or will what do you guys think? I think that it would be more solo because he, he's acting sort of off on so, his own. Um, so yeah, that'll be solo. Solo, for okay. So that's a D eight. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sort of thinking the friendly neighborhood hero being there. Yeah, friendly neighborhood hero or well, wisecracker cra- because you were making the quip the... too. Yeah. So as a D. Yeah. So two D eight there. Uh, okay. Uh, it would be uh, superhuman strength because I'm trying to pull it off his hand. Okay, so yeah. that's a D10. Uh, mm-hmm. Using web slinging as a weapon. Uh, what's a spec? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has uh, a special effects of grapple, where it's add a D6 and step up effect by one when inflicting a web-related complication on a target. So I'm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to create the Complica- the complication of of he doesn't have like, not having his crowbar. Yeah. And I would suspect would be combat expert in this situation. Uh yeah. So which is a D eight. So okay. So I have one, two, three, four D eights. Four and two D and and 1 d10 okay oh and a d6 for the grapple okay, okay so i got uh six on the d6 uh six four four six on the d8s and a three on the d10 so i'm mm-hmm. going to go uh two sixes so that would be 12 with a D10 complication, which would actually step up to a D12. A D12, yeah. Okay, so uh, he's in the defense. He's acting as part of a team. Um, he is arrogant, which I'm going to use as a negative distinction, um, which will give me a uh, D6 in the, the pool. Doom pool there. Um, he is... Uh, because he's surely you're not going to be able to pull this off. He's got a uh, superhuman strength of holding on to that, um, and then his. Hmm, I don't think any of his. He has energy blast, teleport, godlike durability, and weapon. I guess a the weapon would apply here for, um, like using it to, to, keep you from grabbing it, and then. Uh, combat expert so 
My ooh. All right. So I got a three on my D4, a one on my D6, three and seven on my D8, and a five on my D10. So that's an opportunity there with the D6. Uh, and basically, if I take the opportunity, I would be able to reduce one of your Doom Pool. You can spend you can spend a plot point, and you can reduce one of the dice from the Doom Pool. Which is currently at, you which do is that? currently yeah, let's do that. It's at two d eight and two d six. So you want to reduce one of the d eights. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so then, I think I'm going to have to go with a twelve. Okay. What happens on a tie? Just twelve. Uh, on a tie, uh, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Uh, so yeah, you have to you have to beat the other person. Okay. So, so I imagine probably it's more of a tug of war, and then the, the webbing yeah. snaps. Yeah. So he, you you whip it out. It hits his Sorry. crowbar, and then there's this sort of push and pull, and then he yanks on it, and it snaps the webbing. And uh, who would you like to have go next? Uh, we haven't heard much from Daredevil, so let's go. Well, from Matt Murdock. See what he's up yeah. to. So it feels to Matt like things are progressing, you know, quickly. <laughs> uh, so my, my still my first inclination though is to protect the public. So I'm just gonna feel around with my senses. Are there any humans, normal folk, civilians that are in danger, or have they all sort of scattered to the winds here? They're still all around you guys. Um, they're being they're like pushing. They're falling back a little bit to give room, but they're still there, and it's a pretty big mass of people. So, um, you know, there, you can see some people who are like struggling to get to get around, All right. get just, out of the way. It's hard to pull off the I can't see while trying to like lead people away. So I don't know that that's going to work out too well. Um, so I think maybe it's time to duck into an alleyway and then do the quick go switcheroo, come back out as Daredevil. So I, I okay. will uh, look around with my senses to look for some place I can dive into, a phone booth if there's one nearby, an unlocked <laughs> car, an alleyway, something uh, so I can switch around and come back out as Daredevil. Yeah, there's a nearby alleyway you can duck okay. into. All right, so you're going to switch and change into the, into the costumes so yeah. you don't reveal your identity. Okay. Uh, who would you like to have go next? Uh, let's have Patsy. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the first thing I'm going to do is um, I'm going to uh, shut down my uh, my cat costume because I'm currently wearing civilian clothes. I may have the cat costume under there, but mm, yeah. uh, so I can okay. I can have my limit of wardrobe malfunction. So the shut down the cat costume to gain a plot point. Okay. And uh, take an action versus the doom pool to recover the cat costume power. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to get up there and I'm going to be like, so, Dirk Garthwaite, uh, Henry Camp, and El Dr. Elliot Franklin, a.k.a. the Wrecking Crew, here busting heads for the government. And I'm going to be continuing to film them, and I'm just sort of getting in their way and making sure that this is going to be known who's doing this. Okay. So I'd like to try to do a little stress, however... So I guess this is solo, or is this, this is really team, right? Because even though I'm... Yeah, it'd be solo, because you're still operating outside of everybody else. And who are you doing this specifically? 
I think I'll do it to uh, to Wrecker. Okay. Uh, to Dirk Garthwaite. Uh, and I know that because I'm a former fangirl. So I know all sorts of stuff about comics and comic book characters. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a D8 for my distinction. Uh, my been through hell power set does not work in this case. And my mm. I've already shut down my con- my cat costume, so that's perfect. But I'm going to use my psych expert uh, to do that. Okay. And... Um, so I could add other things in there, right? If I spent some plot points. Yeah, if you wanted to add an extra dice. So you can always um, add extra dice from a, a power set if you spend a plot point. Right. But unfortunately, I don't have... Didn't use any power sets. Or an extra distinction or... Yeah, I think I'll use Daring Adventurer extra distinction to get another D8 in there. Okay. Okay. I will take a 12. I will use a D8 as one of my as the effect, and then I'm going to spend a PowerPoint to uh, get a extra D4 in there, so it bumps it up to a six. Yeah, sixteen. I lost lost my PowerPoints now, and now we're good. Okay, he's uh, operating as a team, and he's using the distinction tear it down because he does not even care that you're calling him out on this. So that's a, a positive distinction. We'll see that? when it hits social media. We'll see. <laughs> and he's using his menace expert as he's being very menacing yeah. over this whole thing. And uh, that's not going to do it. I've got a, a four for my D6 and a five and a four for my D8. So really the best I can do is uh, I can do a nine. Okay. And so I got a... And you got a total of... I got a total of uh, 16. Yeah. So that, that's five over, right? Yeah. Uh, so that bumps it up to a D10 stress. Okay. And is that D10 uh, emotional or mental? I think it's emotional. You're going to go viral, okay. Dirk. Yeah. Your mom's going to see that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's like, oh, no, my mom's going to see this. <laughs> like, what's she going to think of me? She's, she thinks I'm at the library studying. They know, you're a cr- <laughs> they know you're a crook and a bank robber, but do they know that you're also a, a uh, fascist thug? Yeah, it's it's fine if you're a if you're a bank robber and a criminal, but but at least yeah. you're still American. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, so yes, so he takes D10 emotional, and he's like, "Oh no!" Uh, but he's still yeah. there, ready to. Uh... I will let Thunderball go. Okay, so Thunderball gets his gets his ball and chain going. And he begins spinning it. And after the way that Danny Rand ended up just being such an ass. Such a douche. (laughs) That Rand guy. Oh, the worst. He's got a a chip on his shoulder. uh, So that's a D8 there. His Asgardian might is a strength of D10. And then his ball and chain is a weapon of D8. And he's a combat expert of D8. Let's see. Uh, whirl and hurl, step up or double weapon die for an attack action. If it fails, I shut it down. Okay, so he's going to whirl and twirl this thing. So instead of a D8 for that, he is going to step it up to a D10 for this action. So if he fails, he actually loses the ball and chain, and I have to spend a Dune die to recover it. So he gets it going, and then he just flings it forward, and this massive 
ball of metal goes flying directly towards Danny Rand's chest. I've got a seven, three, and eight on my D8, and a five and a one on my D10. You want to spend a plot point? No, I'm good. Okay. All right. Uh, so Danny sees this coming. He is currently still buddy with Luke. Yep. At this point, since it's combat, he's no longer the indifferent billionaire. He is instead the living weapon of Kun Lun. Uh, and that is also going to be mm -hmm. a D8 because it's positive. He has enhanced reflexes in his Heart of Sholao. And he is an acrobatic master. Uh, because he's pretty much just okay. jumping out of the way. Uh, however, I am yeah. going to activate my chi focus special effect, which says, in a pool including a heart of show loud die, replace two dice of equal steps with one die of plus one step. Okay. Um, so I'm going to get rid of those eights. I'm going to be rolling 3d10. All right. And I end up with uh, eight, one, and five. So Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give you a plot point, and I'm going to take that D6, and I'm going to instead change one of my D6s in my pool into a D8. So I now have two D8 and one D6 in the pool, and your total is going to be a total of, my math is bad. 13. 13. Yep. So you beat me by two. Yeah. All right, so that ball just hits you dead in the chest. Yeah, I imagine I go flying back. Yeah, you go like smashing back through the crowd, bowl bowling people over as he yanks the ball back, um, and you have a D10 in your physical stress there. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'll hand it over to Danny. Now, the scene distinctions, you got... Uh, your protesters, you've got your police are also a scene distinction. And then as you go tumbling backwards, you actually slam right into um, some scaffolding that's there. So you've got this nearby construction that can be used as a scene distinction as well. All righty. Yeah. Danny's going to sort of stand up out from under the uh, the scaffolding. The, and the crowd here is like parted away from you, so you've got this like open yeah, it's, lane. Uh, you know, and there's there's dust coming up from you know where he flew through, knocked over mm -hmm. buckets, and hit a brick wall or whatever. He's just like, okay, so that's how it's going to be, and he is going to come in and try to do a flying leap to knock this dude out, Superman punch. Uh, wait, am I allowed to say Superman Punch on a Marvel game? I don't know. I don't think you are. That's Hyperion Punch. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hyperion Punch, or uh, or a Sentry uh, yeah. Punch. All right, so here we go. He is still Buddy, uh, so that's D10. Uh, he's kind of pissed off, so he's going to go with Young Dragon uh, instead of the Living Weapon of Kunlun. Uh, we're going to use the Enhanced Strength from the Heart of Sholao. And I'm going to activate my Iron Fist SFX to double that. Uh, and then he is going to be a Combat Master. And I'm actually going to split that into two dice. 2d8 rather than a d10. 
And this is against Thunderball, right? Yes. Not a good roll. All right, so I've got two opportunities. I'm going to give you one plot point. Sounds good. And I'm going to bump up one of my D8s by two. So I'm now at one, one D8 and one D12. So I'm, you're, we're at one D8, one D6, and one D12 in the Doom pool. All right. Uh, so Now, uh, something to keep in mind is that I can basically grab from the Doom pool and utilize dice yep. from those when I so choose, but then it yeah, you, gets you rid of it. Yeah, you spend those for effect. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to spend that right away uh, to keep a third die. Uh, and I'm going to use my 5, 7, and 4 of the D8s for a total of 16. And I'm going to keep my D10 as my effect to die. Okay. So... He's got, uh, he's acting as a team. He's got a chip on his shoulder and he's using superhuman durability from his, his Asgardian might. And then also the superhuman, the godlike durability from his ball and chain. And he is a combat expert as well. So he is like spinning the ball like real close to him to try to block your attack. And I've got a 15 there. I'm going to activate that opportunity to step back the D12 in your Doom Pool. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, let's see. What was your total there? Uh, my total was 16. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and step back my D6 in my Doom Pool to add in the 3 from my D8, which now puts me 2 above you. So what happens is I come flying in and basically punch the, the like, he sends the wrecking ball out and it's sort of like immovable object hits unstoppable force and just massive, massive wave. Yeah, there's yeah. this sort of like shock. Yeah. So he blocks that. And now uh, who would you like to have go? Uh, I think the last of the wrecking crew is due to make an appearance. Okay. Bulldozer. He uh, just drops his arms to his side. He is going to rush right at Luke after the record just didn't have it, any effect. He's like, you know what? I can do it, though. <laughs> and so... He's acting as part of a team, which is not great for him. Uh, he is hard-headed. He has superhuman strength. And he's a combat expert. And so he's going to rush his way in to smash in. And it's not a great roll, but it's a, I got a 15 in there with my uh, D10 and D8. I also do have a 1. I'm sitting on just one plot point right now, so I'm not going to mess with that. Okay. Uh, okay. PK rolled that 12 back to a 10, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so Luke, uh, still in Buddy, so that's still a D10. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use the Black Lives Matter protesters um, to get a D4 and give myself another power point, if that's cool with you. As you're like trying to protect yeah, them I mean, from the... Bulldozer the... Is, yeah. is massive and he's not really concerned, right? So. Yeah. 
Um, and then I'm going to stick with superhuman durability and uh, combat expert and not do so hot. Um, so a three on the four, a six on the eight, and then a four and five on the tens. I'm looking for a, what, a 15? Is that what you said? 15, yeah. Well, I guess I could spend that plot point I just got and make a 15. Yeah. So yeah, I'll do that. And then I'll take the six, four, and the five, since the effect die doesn't really matter in this situation. Okay, so you end up just matching me. And so he also goes, he just goes, drops his hands down, leans his head, and he goes charging in and just slams his head right against your chest and bounces back. And just like Wrecker was like, had his hands aching and shaking from, from hitting you. He like is just kind of unsteady for a moment and then steadies himself. And it's now uh, your turn. You're the last person. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be unorthodox having been um, tried to be run over and uh, have my skull crushed, but I want to look at Thunderball. Mm-hmm over the crowd which because like the line of cops is still here in a line or are they kind of scattering a little bit now that they've, they've sort of spread out a bit so that the guys can get in between them they're just like just behind them and i'm still unsure about the legality and the legitimacy of the wrecking crew wearing this armor and whether they're really duly deputized federal agents in, at this situation um, yeah. so i want to look at thunderball having watched him just beat the crap out of my friend. And I want to say, Franklin, I know we've been at this a long time, but you're on the damn wrong side of this line. Just because you know, he's the only black member of the, of the wrecking crew. So I'm going to be like, look, I expect yeah. it from your Aryan friend with the ham hocks for fists over there. <laughs> as he points at pile driver running away. Yeah. But you should know better. And I, I just kind of want to, try and drop some emotional stress on Thunderball at this point. Okay. Here. So I have a D10 of buddy. I'm assuming I'm still in buddy because he hasn't gotten uh, mm-hmm. knocked out. Yeah. Um, I think I want to use the black lives matter protesters for the D8 this time. As I, you know, point, point to yeah. everyone around me. I know yeah. unbreakable doesn't really apply. I would imagine at this situation. And then my specialties aren't great for this either. Could I, uh, could I argue for menace master? Because like, look, man, step on this side or take your ass home. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that. Okay. So I'm, I only have three dice to roll. So let's see how this goes. Can you get another distinction in there? Uh, I, I do have one plot point that I could have added, but, um, All right. so yeah, I've got a 10 and a one. So because you're specifically calling him out, Mm-hmm. and he is not like the other members of the wrecking crew he's actually operating solo here okay with this um so that's only a d4 and then also he's got a a chip on his shoulder which is not going to help him in this case so that's uh a d4 there as well um and then i have no other abilities that are going to help so he's actually going to only going to be rolling two d4 and that uh, rolling the distinction and, and a negative, I'm going to bump that 1d8 up to a d10. So he's got one, in the Doom pool, I got 1d10, uh, 1d4, and 1d10, or, oh, yes, 2d10. So so let's roll that and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I rolled two ones. 
So neither one of them are able to be used. All right. So I guess I guess I beat him by five. Uh, yeah, yeah, you beat him by by <laughs> ten actually. Oh, that does matter in this, does doesn't it? It does. Yeah. All right. So my defaulted d six, or is it d? If you if you utilize both of those, then it would count automatically as a d six. So it actually be it would turn into a, a d ten by you. I'm one hundred percent okay with that. Em- emotional. Okay. So let me let me ask you just again to make sure I understand the way the game works. Yeah. Uh, so in that case, he had a seven on the d eight. Uh, one on the D10, which no longer counts because it's a one, so it's yep. basically gone, and then a three on the D10. So since those are basically rolled nothing, could he not take the seven as a success on the D8 that beats by five, uses D10 as the effect die as a three, but it actually goes up to a 12, and he would still come out ahead that way? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I do, I'm trying to think. I, don't, I do believe that for, when you're rolling, you're always having to roll it. I add a minimum of two dice together. Yeah, I believe you, you have, have to, to choose use two, two dice, dice as your unless you cannot okay. because yeah. they're ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just making sure that so yeah. I, I did understand why that, you didn't. That's do a really that, good so. question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have to use the two dice, and then now, on the other the the other reason is I had to choose my dice before Mark rolled, and because I didn't yeah. I didn't think that ten was actually a really great roll, not knowing what Thunderball had, I went ahead and, and took him anyway. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So yeah, that makes sense. Just making sure I understood. So all right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So then currently uh, we have Thunderball at D10 emotional stress, Wrecker at D10 emotional stress, and Bulldozer has not had anything happen yet. The Doom Pool is currently at 2D10 and 1D4. And now we're going to move to the top of the round. So Luke Cage gets to choose who's going to act next. I'm pointing at Daredevil on my screen. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm not, yeah, okay. You guys are in completely different orders. For yeah. <laughs> He's up above for me. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so Daredevil comes out of the alleyway uh, in my classic red costume. And my, my concern is still the protesters first. But now in this persona, I can like go to someone who maybe is on the ground or is about to get run over and physically remove them. So I'm looking for anybody who needs to be rescued that are in the line of fire first. If there are none of those people, then I would instigate or like, you know, interact with the, the bad guys directly. But I'm looking for opportunities for savior first. Um, yeah, you, and there's a few different people around who have tripped and fallen and are, you know, struggling to, to get back up. I can't recall, guys. It's it's been a while. Is there a grandstanding for heroes to use? No. What uh, what Michael would if if the scene were set up differently, what Michael would be wanting to do would be addressing a complication of endangered bystanders. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So there's um, there there can be complications that come into to a scene that actually have a die, and you can use that to basically like try to get rid of the complications. Okay. All right. Um, but that's something for me to consider adding in as the that wasn't on my mind at all when i mentioned it yeah um so so yeah there's there's a few people scattered around but nobody is in current immediate danger perfect okay so then i would look uh i think thunderball is the one that i would go after and so we already know he's like emotionally a little bit stressed yeah 
so what I want to try to do is basically just sort of like flip and duck and dive around him and get him frustrated at trying to hit me, but just basically just keep into dodge and try to get him yeah. emotionally stressed out further, like frustrated at his inability to hit me. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, still be solo. Cause I still don't care about any of these other people. Mm-hmm. They're not here as far as I'm concerned. Man without fear. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm putting myself in the way of someone who could crush me if they do hit. Yeah. Not really using, well, I, I'll use the enhanced durability of my club in case like an errant swing does catch me. That'll be like, yeah, a, so you're like, you're like hitting the, as the, the ball's swinging around, you're like deflecting it. As deflecting it to try to keep it from yeah. actually crushing my skull. Uh, enhanced reflexes mm-hmm. for my hyper senses, which is another D8. So I have the, the special effect of a focus in a pool, including a hypersense die. Replace two dice of equal steps with one die of a plus one step. So I have multiple D8, so I could go to a D10. I'm not sure. I don't know the math well enough to know if that's a really big benefit or not. It helps for being a um, an effect die. Okay. You know, that's good. Gives you a bigger effect die. And do um, I have to spend a plot point to activate that one? Only if it says you do. If, okay. Yeah, if it says you do, then you do. All right. Well, then I will, I'll do that just to see how that works. So I'm removing two of the D8s and adding in a D10. And then I would say this is uh, Acrobatic Master, since I'm just trying to duck, dodge, mm-hmm. dive out of the way. All right, roll all that together. And I have a 5 on the D8 and a 5, 6, 6 on the D10. So I'll take the two 6s mm-hmm. for a 12 and keep the D10 as an effect. Okay. He is operating as part of a team. He is using his genius-level intellect to sort of like see where you're moving around to and trying to predict where you're going to go next with your like spinning around and diving around faster than him. He's using his superhuman stamina to sort of keep up with you um, without getting worn out by spinning this ball and chain around, which I'm not rolling anything for the ball and chain, but he is a, a combat master here as he's trying to figure out where you are so you can smash your head in. Okay. So I've got a six, five, six, seven on my D8 and a five for my D10. So I can beat you with that six and seven there. So I've got a total of 13. Do you want to use a plot point to try to add in another? Right. So I, I do have a one plot point. So I could spin that and then add the five from the D8, which would put me at yep. 16 and still keep the D10 effect die, correct? All right. Yep. All right. Then exactly. I will do yeah. that and spend my plot point. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to spend anything from the from there. So he has D10 emotional stress currently. You gave him a D10 effect die, so he, that'll actually bump him up to a D12. Okay. Oh, we and that that was something that we forgot as well. Is uh, you actually get a roll an additional? Actually, go ahead and roll that now. You get a roll an additional ten for your. To just roll a single d10 for, from his emotional stress already. Uh, so that's eight there. Eight. Uh, so then. So actually. You wouldn't have to spend your plot point. Plot point. Or if you do, you would beat him by five and just be able to step up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do that rather than trying to take that back. I don't, I don't like going too far back. So yeah, so then I'll just step up that effect. So that would step it up to. Well, it would step it up to a D12. Which doesn't really matter in this case. 
Yeah, so actually just don't spend the plot point and he'll still be bumped up to a D12 emotional. But if you do spend the plot point, can he take him out? Uh, no, because he would be changing his... He would be stepping it up by one from an... And it, he was at D10. Okay. So he'd be stepping his effect eye up to a D12. So it'd, And it would, 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 would put him in emotion, 12 emotional. Okay. Regardless. Gotcha. See what I mean? Yeah, no, I see. So he is really getting frustrated um, over this. And who would you like to have go next? So I'm actually going to have Patsy go again because I think she is sort of still around here and maybe she might be able to take him out before we let the bad guys go. So Patsy. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize, but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash therpgacademy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash therpgacademy, And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.